Hey, and welcome to episode 28 of the Fit Life Formula podcast. My name is Brian Sippets. I'm the CEO and founder of Advantage Strength in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The uh, Fit Life Formula podcast is a show for all of our members at Advantage Strength. And really, we're going to be tackling topics that are about uh, fitness, wellness, uh, nutrition, mindset, all kinds of things that are going to help you stay active and, and live a vibrant, healthy life well into your later years so that you can stay active with your family and friends and keep doing the things that you love to do. And so each week we're going to have a different guest. Sometimes it's going to be just myself. Uh, Other times we're going to have people in the Ann Arbor area, local uh, health practitioners who are going to help us understand some concepts and also, um, you know, they may be good resources for you so that if you're having issues that, that sound like they could be helped by some of these local resources, you're uh, welcome to tap into that network and, and we'd love to plug you in there. So today we are uh, talking with Jolie Levi, who is the owner of Reach Bodywork and the developer of the Reach Technique. Um, she's been 20 years in exercise physiology, 18 years as uh, of those as a massage therapist. And um, so I went and visited Jolie because I heard about what great things they're doing at Reach. And I had to go check it out for myself and uh, was really impressed with, with the, what they did. So, Jolie, thanks so much. I know it was hard to carve some time out in your schedule, but thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to um, give you a good, a good intro to what we do here. And was thrilled to have you in our studio to experience the work personally, to see if it's something that really fits um, your members, your guests, your, the people that are in, you know, you're interacting with every day. Well, and that's it. Sometimes it's hard to, you have a new, I feel like it's a new market. So it might be hard to, to understand. And we'll definitely talk about who, who should be coming to see you or, or, you know, who you're serving the most, but first talk a little bit about your history in the fitness industry and and how you landed here at reach. Sure. So, um, well, I graduated from Central Michigan University. My degree is in exercise science with a minor nutrition. So I was in the clinical field for about 21 years. I uh, worked at St. Joe's in the cardiac rehab and stress testing setting. Um, loved it. Loved the clinical side of things. And then about eight years ago, decided to kind of follow more in the fitness path and decided to do a little more um, you know, health and wellness versus those that were already having events um, and those with special populations. Um, I do feel like my clinical background has helped me in the fitness industry with respects to just working with special populations, those that have things like diabetes and hypertension, high blood pressure. Um, We're dealing with obesity and how to deal with those special populations. And then as I decided to do more of the fitness end of things, I had in the interim between that time frame added um, massage therapy to my plate and it went to the Ann Arbor Institute of Massage when they were currently here in Ann Arbor, um, have since closed. But um, so with that, um, then continued on to uh, go more the path of fitness and add more yoga into my world. So I got certified in yoga here at Yoga Centric in Celine. And so just kind of meshing when those, those things that I love um, and have been passionate about and continue to then add on to those, um, making myself a little more well-rounded to help those that whether it was a stretching focus, whether it was losing weight, whether it was to gain muscle mass and challenge in the strength end of things. Um, 
And through all those different paths of education, kind of came to where I was working with people in the massage world. And when I took a workshop years ago, and it was called a repetitive use injury workshop, um, that's when I really started seeing clients really start to get better. Um, when we were doing more active release method, um, PNF stretching, was, which is the proprio neuromuscular facilitative stretching, meaning that you were doing partner-assisted, kind of a press-release type of um, treatment. And with that, started to see my clients really make leaps and bounds in their um, basically flexibility, mobility, how they were doing in quality of life, just moving daily um, from those that I worked with in the hospital, um, meaning coworkers that were sitting at a desk too long in the billing or those working in the heart cath lab where they were wearing lead all day from those two that were also in the cardiac rehab, which were on the fitness side of things that were rehabilitating their heart after bypass surgery. So with all that gamut of background of people started to figure out what people were missing was a place that they could actually go and get stretched, kind of like we would in the athletic training world if you were an athlete, um, using it more as a either a pre-event or as a recovery to speed up the recovery process, whether that was from a long day sitting or if it was running a marathon or working hard in the gym, working with heavier weights. So there really wasn't anyone that didn't qualify for this work. So it just made the most sense. And it really hit home when I started seeing uh, my own personal clients, which was a pretty small group of people actually, because I was doing so many other things, getting calls daily. Can you see my friend? Can you see my coworker? Can you see my mother? Can you see my father? And then that rolled into, I need more people doing this work. Um, and it wasn't until a friend said to me, you know, why don't you train people to do this so we can get into them? Because obviously we can't get into you. Um, so that's when it kind of struck home. And then I started seeing stretch concept businesses starting to pop up. So did some research and, you know, did some looking around and what they were doing. And if the desire was to get involved in the franchise of what they were currently doing or kind of do something a little different. And with that research being done, came to the conclusion of, you know what, I think we can even be better. I think we can do a combination of not just stretching specifically, but adding the elements of trigger point release and myofascial work. Um, so that's when it kind of started to figure out all the best parts of my practice that were the most useful and condensing it into a method that led into, okay, who would those professionals be, you know, body working, the background with anatomy and physiology, obviously ideal, and then PT assistants because of their background as well. And then finding those people who really didn't qualify for physical therapy based on a diagnosis and didn't really have a problem yet, but were currently working towards getting to the point where they would have a problem. So we try to catch people before they need PT. Some will use us after PT um, as a way to continue to um, see those results contain, you know, remain because they feel great afterwards. So that's kind of in a nutshell how I yeah. ended up in this work and then how we kind of brought it to this area. So it's interesting because so many so many things now we talk about, you know, really getting into a niche and, and, you know, going one inch wide and one mile deep with, with what you do and being really solid and good in your niche. 
but it's funny because you started with a very broad base, you know, you, some on the clinical side, mm -hmm. some on the manual therapy side, you know, some on the ex-phys side. So, um, it's, you know, there's, there's, I think a lesson there in that being a generalist can be kind of a good thing as you explore what's needed. And, and, you know, there's also kind of a lack of communication, especially from the clinical side to the, even the private side in terms of training and exercise and physical therapy and things like that. Um, so I feel like your, your experience has been able to bridge that gap and really yes. bring all those worlds together. And it's formed into kind of a really cool kind of niche business. So that's, that part's pretty interesting. Yeah, and that's, I felt too. And then that's why, like, when I continued to add things, people kept saying, you know, are you going to stop teaching yoga? And I'm like, absolutely not. I mean, that's my passion. That's what I love to do. And I still really love the fitness side. You know, I teach at multiple places where it's things I believe in. And, you know, we want people moving. We want people healthier. Um, I, I love that I went clinical first before the fitness side because with having the clinical background, I was able to kind of look at those special populations, know some of the contraindications, help some other coaches that didn't have that, you know, that experience. And not that it was needed for the job, but that extra knowledge sure helps when, when and a lot of us study that additional and have that component. But I felt that was a great value that I could bring to members and people who really needed someone more aware of their background, being that they had some things already occur. And that's people I felt very safe training. Um, so that I feel like has really been you know, very valuable in the way I've progressed into where I am today. I still continue to teach um, fitness. And but like this, like you said, is my niche. This is my passion. Um, it's great to see people step off the table with just a 30 minute session and feel immediately different. Um, that's not everybody. I mean, there is people, there are people who will find it's a couple sessions before they say, yeah, I feel different. I can't pinpoint it, but I definitely feel more energized. I'm feeling stronger on the fitness side. As far as weights go, I feel cardiovascularly capable of going longer because my muscles aren't limiting me from reaching the capacities that I want in my speeds because of maybe a tight hamstring. Um, and people, I always hear daily people say, well, I stretch all the time. And, and I look at them and I say, well, I teach three yoga classes a week, usually at minimum. I stretch about five times a day with my classes that I coach and I still need this work. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm not exempt from the work because I stretch statically where I'm holding the stretches myself, but having someone else do that on you with using your breathing and working with their resistance and their lengthening it, you see world of difference in their progress. Well, well let's talk about that really quickly. And this yeah. is something that I wanted to pick your brain about in, in, stretching, especially static stretching is one of those things that the pendulum swings back and forth, you know, every 10 or 15 years or so there's new, either new information or more information that comes out that either confirms the way we're doing it or denies, you know, the way we're doing it says we should be doing it a different way. Talk, can you talk a little bit about, I guess, you know, the, the theory is as far as I know uh, right now is that, you know, stretching while you're cold or before you've, you know, warmed your body temperature up before you've really done a warm up, static stretching or, or like, you know, think of it as bending over and touching your toes can be more beneficial because you're, you know, the, the fascia is more 
not responsive to change, but the change is maybe more permanent. Um, but then there's other schools of thought that say you need to warm up and then stretch. So where are we just on the stretching side? I know that you're using other techniques as well, but on the stretching side, why isn't that working for people? Or, or why does that, like you said, doesn't exempt you from doing the other kind of work? Yeah, I think, I think the answer to that, you know, in my perspective and my background is you're right. We are working in the fitness industry where things constantly evolve. And, you know, with stretching, there's a lot of, you know, different schools of thought. So not exaggerating that one is right or wrong, but what we have seen. And I think the answer to that is basically what works for some people don't work for others. So if I'm a person that has a fascial tightness, it's truly the fascia that's restricting me versus the actual muscles. Cause We'll have people in here that they'll bend and reach their toes and they're like, I'm really flexible. Why would I need this work? Well, that goes to the extreme of people who are hypermobile, who can reach the floor. They can go past it. There's even a degree of hyperextension where they can really exaggerate a stretch beyond a normal range. We work on those people for more mobility and stability of joints that can be um, a little bit taken away when they, then they are really moving kind of freely because they lose the stability that they need. And when it comes to static stretching, there's still great benefits. There's still a place for that in the fitness world and in home care. We still give home care static stretches. There's just that point where for some it's not enough because of what the activity we're doing. We're doing too much of something. We're sitting too much, which puts the hips in flexion in that 90 degree hip flexion daily for sometimes eight, sometimes 12 hours. And when someone goes to then try to go work out and they're asked to move in ways in which are outside of how they've spent most of their day, it feels good, but the muscles fatigue early. So stretching, you know, beforehand, I tell people a lot of like what we believe in, which is dynamic warm-ups, you know, moving freely, start to get the body blood flowing nicely, and then move into some lighter weights, progressing into heavier. So just doing anything gradually, I feel like is a good rule of thumb. When it comes to static stretching, we still really feel that the best flexibility changes you see come from the post-exercise stretch when it is when it is nice and warm. Um, the beforehand stretching, you know, I don't encourage a lot of it because if the tightness becomes a trigger point where that muscle has shortened enough to create a knot or a really tightened area where we release it with trigger point methods, if that is not released and someone tries to stretch, then they've tried to exaggerate the range of which then those fibers start to kind of micro tear at a very, you know, really deep level and then they start to get these little micro tears in their muscles and then they start to find that as very debilitating because obviously then their range of motion's affected they're more injury prone so you know as i said there's different schools of thought and there's a lot of people that can argue with me on both ends um and how what we encourage here is still the dynamic warm-ups for sure here we do warming with um high, pr high pressure percussion massage with a tool called a hypervolt we do little um, therapy balls that have small little prongs, which kind of get in between the fibers to break up adhesions so we can see more movement before we challenge that. So, you know, we're not having people coming off the street and saying, you know, I have an exercise. We do a proper warming. Some people come in and they're, they've just come from the gym and they're like, I, I feel the most benefits when I come right from the gym. Some will schedule their visits after so that they can feel 
recovered faster, so they're prepped and ready to go for the next day if they don't want to take a day off, or those that are just coming from work who are looking to feel more invigorated. You know, this obviously this work improves circulation in the bubble of creating it in the massage world. We would call it more on the sports massage technique because we're using, as I said, percussion, mobility, range of motion, stretching, um, as opposed to traditional massage, which puts the tissue and the and the body and the person in more of kind of a meditative state where it's deep, it's slow, it's long, slow passes. We are keeping things very movement orientated so that people are feeling very refreshed and energized from the work. Cool. And, you know, it's, it's a combination of those techniques that leads to the best results, I'm sure. Um, and, you know, I don't think I, I don't think we want to get too far into, you know, the myofascial work versus trigger point versus mm -hmm. uh, all of that. But, you know, because ultimately when it comes to, if you're, if someone's listening to this show, it's, it's ultimately boils down to what's going to help me. Right. Yeah. So, um, science aside, I guess, um, mm -hmm. you, so reach is not physical therapy. It's not massage therapy. It's not athletic training. So how, how do, how do people know when it's time to come see you, you know, and, and how do they know that you, that you are the right choice versus, you know, maybe going to their primary care and getting, a, uh, you know, some physical therapy sessions or, you know, to tell us where you fall in that, in that process. Absolutely. Um, because that's a question we get daily. That's most of the calls that we make when someone's interested. They're kind of like, what are you doing and why do I need this? And um, where we fall between that is how this is how we kind of run it. When someone decides to come see us, typically people will tend to have what we call signs. So, you know, I get really tired in the treadmill. My hip flexors feel really tight. When I'm sitting all day, I feel tightness in my shoulders but they're not having true, we'll say diagnostic symptoms where they're like, I'm getting you know, pain down my fingers and hands where it sounds like it's a little more structural related. So in our initial evaluation, we are kind of taking in the client intake form where we say, what is going on with you? Why do you think you need this? What brought you to us today? What's going on? Anything current? And some people are like, you know, I feel pretty good. I don't know, a friend told me to come. So and looking to someone like that who doesn't have symptoms, we kind of say, hey, what do you do? What are you doing every day? Are you spending your days upright? Do you have a physical job? Do you have a sedentary job? And just start to see from mechanics how they walk in. Do they walk with a fluid gait? Do they have a little limp? Do they sit you know, kind of off in a chair when they're sitting in the lobby. So this is all about observing what we see in them when they walk in, if they're asymptomatic or without complaints. If it's someone that comes to us who says, hey, I've had, you know, my shoulder hurts all the time. I can't do any overhead movement. I stopped doing overhead movement. So when we come in and get someone with what we call symptoms, which is a little higher degree than just a sign of restriction, it's now a limitation of their everyday life is affected. They're having trouble blowing dry their hair, holding the blow dryer up. Um, they're having trouble climbing stairs because their Achilles tendon feels tight. So those are some examples. And, but they're not quite at the point where the doctor has the ability to have a diagnosis that would PT would be able to be covered for them as a benefit. 
So we kind of fall below where you are, don't really have the diagnosis, you feel the restrictions, you know the muscles are tight, you truly feel your flexibility affected, your movement is restricted, that is our best candidate for this work we will get a gamut of people who have a higher level of symptoms. There are people we've had and in, in the intake process we say, you know, I really feel that your shoulder is more severe than, than what you expect. I, I don't love that your range is quite limited here when I bring your arm back. The degree of range is concerning. I wouldn't suggest working your shoulder today. Let's work the surrounding areas to get some blood flow to that area. And I would definitely recommend a follow-up with your doctor. Let's rule out, you may need a test like an MRI or a CT scan or even an X-ray when it comes to spinal issues. Um, and find out what other professionals have seen them for this particular problem. They might say, I've been having shoulder pain for years. The doctor says, my MRI is negative. I'm just really restricted that I should be stretching more. I've been through PT, PT helped, and I ask them, you know, have you been doing your PT exercises that gave you some better range? And they might say yes or no. Um, so it's about people who, too, aren't really good about self-care unless they're being supervised regularly. And this allows them to put this back into their hands of like, okay, I want to feel better. I feel great when I go. No one is telling me I have 10 visits and then I'm set free. So it really puts it back into the client's hands as far as what they feel, how much they need, and how often they need. We try to help tweak them on the different membership levels. We are a monthly membership level type of business. We do have packs that we allow people to purchase and say, you know, why don't you try it for a while? Let's see if it makes a difference in why you're seeking us out. We want to hit these zones that are primary, these zones that are secondary that complement that. And then we can really see if you're making any progress. We kind of give people that, try to give us a three session trial and see if we're truly trying to look for relief of some symptoms or really improve range of motion. You know, kind of give us a chance to show you we can help. There are people we have turned away because the problem is bigger than what we can help them with. Um, so we get those as well. So there are things where we say, you know, you need to go to the, you know, your doctor and make sure that it's not a structural problem. We are not looking to treat anyone that is beyond our scope of practice. Great. And it's, it's good to have, you know, your, your own network of professionals that you, that you refer out to. And I know here we have kind of that threshold, like you were talking about, we have that threshold where it's, it's saying like, you know, I have my scope of practice and uh, this is just a little bit outside that. So we'd like to know a little bit more. So um, absolutely. And there's sometimes in the client intake, I mean, we ask a lot of thorough questions um, mainly to rule out any contraindications. So defining that as anyone that's really not appropriate to having this work, you know, if they've had a history of blood clots, we have to be cautious of pressure. But when it comes to what type of um, treatment we give this person. It's, it's fairly um, straightforward and it's a method. So it's a pretty structured thing that everybody follows. So all therapists should be giving the same quality of care. We do document um, between members. So we are sharing that, you know, Brian was in today. We worked on this um, chest and shoulder girdle, um, improve range of motion. Um, Let's see how he feels next visit to see if we progress to working that zone again, or do we go ahead and start working on the posterior side, the back, neck, and shoulder to see if we can get a little bit better range of motion. So we share um, those documented 
documentation between members, between our stretch specialists as well, so they do know exactly what was done, what the goal is for next treatment. So we are on a true path of a plan of action to get this person feeling better. We don't want to keep everyone for life, but it is not a bad thing as we go from levels of memberships that go to premier or ultimate where they're coming eight sessions a month down to a package level of essential, which is two visits a month, which we call our maintenance level, so that people are truly finding ways to be dropping this down a little bit. If someone is starting to see better results, they're like, hey, I want to keep the level the same. I'm feeling great. It's in my budget. It's within my time. Let's keep it. Some will say, let's go ahead and downgrade to a maintenance level and see how I feel as I'm downgrading and keeping this more of a maintenance type of thing for me as a preventative health measure versus looking to damage control. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned the, I think the the inability or even, I don't want to say fear, but sort of people with regards to their PT homework, uh-huh. you know, I think it's one of those things that everybody has and very few people do for one reason or another. It might be because they aren't sure if they're doing it correctly or they don't see the value. Um, but just like, you know, here, us here at Advantage, just like us in the fitness industry, you know, people will go out and hire a coach or hire a trainer to help them you know, maintain physical fitness or, or improve their physical fitness. So I can see where, you know, and that's something I hadn't thought about before is like, I, it's like hiring a tutor. Like I can't do this homework by myself. I need a help from a tutor. I'd like some help from a tutor just to be sure I'm doing it the right way. So that is a, that's a great point in, you know, it, it's not a physical therapy situation. It's sort of a maintenance situation, but you're helping them through it in a way that they can trust that they're doing it the proper way and that they're getting the help that they need with it. Absolutely. And it's also um, another uh, touch on that too, is seeing people who are coming regularly. As I start to see clients regularly, I start to know what their body feels like. And I'm like, Brian, boy, last time, what's going on with your calf? Like your calves are never tight on this left side. What are you doing differently? So, you know, maybe you're like, boy, I've been doing some trail runs or, Hey, are you running the track and you're going the same direction? So we start to really, I like to call it investigate into people's worlds about the whys and the what's and the hows, like, what are you doing to create these holding patterns? We are naturally going to get somewhat of um, imbalance to our bodies just by, we'll use example of like baseball players and hockey players. I mean, they're hitting one-sided, right? You're, it's a, they might be more of a right-side dominant athlete. Well, you're going to get imbalances. Imbalances go into distortion, which then starts to create symptomology. And so we want to really say, okay, uh, Brian, I know you play baseball and you're pitching. We're using this right arm a lot, but we want to make sure we're really focusing on keeping your body balanced and keeping that left chest, left arm strong, but also stretching both sides equally. I really do believe when we see people here, I'm not always working the the side that has a complaint on it. I'll say, I know your upper right back is your main problem. That's this nagging pain you're having or nagging pressure. It's just giving you a headache, but I can promise you your left side is doing something. It's all about push pull. Same with the muscle as we know how they work, working the synergist muscles and the muscles that complement the opposing muscle groups. So it's all about helping educate them on keeping your body as balanced as possible, even though we're doing unbalanced things in our everyday. So super valuable information. And as people, we work the opposing side, they're always like, wow, this is tighter than my 
what I called my bad side. And I said, I know this is about educating your body on what we don't feel our bodies are good at hiding because they're trying to cope with just getting through our day of, I got to get up, I've got to go to work, I've got to function. And our bodies are really good about just muscling through it. And then there's points where you start saying, oh, how long have I had this shoulder pain? I can stem back. People can mention 15 years plus they've had this nagging upper back pain. Mm -hmm. So I tell them, you know, obviously a pain or problem that has been bothering you for 15 years and the doctors say it's all soft tissue and it's just tightness you need to stretch that gives them a place to go to be educated on how that stretching looks, how it feels, at what degree someone supervises it so they're doing it safely. And then they're encouraged that, hey, if you are doing more on your self-care at home, you can downgrade your package because we know if you're doing what we're showing you is going to be beneficial. Some people are like, and eh, I'm not going to do it. I'll just admit it. I'm not going to do it. I'd rather pay you to stretch me. And then there's other people that are like, I want to learn. Please educate me. Please give me homework. I love homework. So we're all working with different people, personalities, time to fit it in. So, so that's why it's very broad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting for sure. And something that, you know, isn't really happening much here in Ann Arbor, to my knowledge, uh, at least, you know, not with this, not with this sort of technique. Um, mm -hmm. And basically not using modalities like, you know, electrical stimulation, that kind of thing. So it's, it's really pretty unique in that way. Um, yep, so Non-invasive, non you know, so it's, and the other thing that's an uh, advantage to this, Brian, is a lot of people, as I worked in the massage world, there's a few little hangups with massage and, and I am a hundred percent massage supporter. And there are some people that still get massage in the body work world in addition to this. So there's no way to say, you know, stop going to your regular massage person we may be doing something a little differently than they're doing based on their school of thought, based on their training. So I would never say, hey, you need to stop going to your massage person. We are to complement whatever they're already doing. And the other part of that is coming into, are they getting better? Are they seeing progress? And you know, also prioritizing like where am I spending most of my time and what results am I seeing? When I, when I see people regularly for the same complaint after five visits and I say, is your shoulder problem any better? And they say, no. And I say, you know, this is where I start to say to you, you know, I know you're resistant to wanting to go to the doctor, but I really feel like if we continue to work your shoulder we need to make sure there's not more going on. There may be a structural issue. It may be scoliosis. We may be dealing with other things that other professionals would really help here in our work. Um, so, you know, it does come down to, it just depends on the person that, that seeks us out. And the niche in this, in this world, in this particular area is, you know, some people will use it specifically just for recovery phase of just what they're doing to their bodies. If they're runners passionate with running and they're going to run their mileage 12 miles a day, 15 miles a week, whatever their level is, they can recover faster. So they're feeling better. They're doing it in a healthy way and they have, they have a source. They don't really need any, you know, approval or, or referral. This is, you know, driven by that way. It's just about for us, our biggest challenge right now and our um, goal is just educate the community, um, know what we're doing um, from fitness industry, being aware of we're here, as well as clinical side, as well as people who sit 
you know, at a desk too much. So there's really no one this work does not, uh, is not good for. So what's the way, what's the best way to learn more about this or maybe even experience what you guys do? Yeah. Um, I would say the best way is, you know, obviously a good resource, which we all knew and, you know, use these days is, um, as our website. So you can go to www.reachbodywork.com. Um, we are located on at 871 West Eisenhower Parkway. Uh, we are in the Colonnade Plaza and that's in Ann Arbor. Our phone number is 734-249-9423. And we'd uh, love to offer, you know, your listeners, um, we tend to be, we do demos at different places of business just to introduce people on what we're doing. And as I talked about the three visits, trying to really get people to understand the value of the work and the prevention as well as the treatment and to offer, you know, the three visits for $99 um, just to get people up and into, and we don't um, do any packages less than five visits um, or the monthly plan. So this is a unique to those that offer us demos or doing some types of media coverage for us to allow us to be able to educate the community as to what we're doing. So the three for 99 can be honored um, by mentioning um, your name in this podcast so that we have that resource that it came directly from you guys. And same thing with us. We get a lot of people who we they're looking for a place to start to get stronger, right? We've released these muscles. They're really not committed to a fitness place at this time, but they, they need to strengthen as well as move freely. That kind of combines the two together. So there are many people we are getting who aren't really active that are looking for a place that we know and trust and we can refer them to someone who can help them on the strengthening end so that these muscles that are being released have a, are learning how to function normally again. So it's, it's a great reciprocating relationship. For sure. And I guess the longer I've been in here in this industry, I realized that, you know, there's things that we're very good at and there's people who don't like what we do, you know, and I'm okay with that. And so, yeah, it's, it's always good to have a great network of, of professionals that you can, that you know, and that you can trust and, and refer to when the situation is right. So, well, um, Jolie, thank you so much for helping to tell us a little bit more about reach and, you know, really giving people an option, right? So this is another option for people to live uh, better, live pain-free and, give them the ability to be more active, which is what this show is all about. So thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And we really enjoyed having you. Oh, thanks for, thanks for letting me be on today, Brian. It was an honor and I look forward to working with you in the future. And I hope to see some of your um, members and your following um, utilize uh, reach in town. That's all we got for episode 28 of the fit life formula podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. My name is Brian Sippitz. I did want to mention one thing that Jolie did not mention. Your first session at Reach is 100% free. So feel free to go in, check it out. If you're curious at all, head in, check out what they're doing. And if it's something that you like after the first session, if you feel like it's something that can help you out, feel free to take advantage of that $99 offer for three sessions. This is very hands-on work. And being in the fitness industry, I know that um, hands-on work, one-on-one work can be very expensive. So this is a very generous offer for the three sessions for $99. So go check out Reach and take advantage of those, the free session and then the special offer after that. That's all we got for this week. 
Until next time, be sure to live the fit life formula. That's three days a week of something you love to do, two days a week of strength training, and one workout that just sucks. We'll talk to you next week.